Welcome to What's Your Hustle? In this episode, I have a chat with my sister regarding the OG hustle of being a mom. We talk about the happiness of becoming a mom, the stress of not being taken care of by those around you while being a new mom, as well as the growth of being a single mom to an amazing four-year-old. So let's get into it. Here's What's Your Hustle? Single Moms Got This with my guest, Shariza Hussain. Hey listeners, it's Halima with What's Your Hustle, and I'm back this episode with my sister Shariza, who has the ultimate hustle of being a mom. Hi guys! She is the mom to a beautiful four-year-old who I call my best friend, but she thinks that she's not my best friend. I think she has more best friends than she leads on. And she's stolen my podcast. Okay. Here's my mom now. Oh, she's talking for her sister, Hanyana. <laughs> Thank you. I know who Shariza was before being a mom, but who, in your words, were you before being a mom? It is so hard to actually look back and think about who I was before mom, because... That is my most single proudest accomplishment in my life of becoming a mom. And it's so hard to even think of what it was before. And were you one of those women that always wanted to be a mommy and a wife and just to go through that journey? Uh, Yes, I definitely wanted um, ever since I was had sense I guess um I always wanted to be a young mom um and did just had it in my my mind that I wanted to be able to see my kids grow up and see how big that they or like see that their accomplishments and what they're able or will be brought up to do um and just being like seeing maybe their kids in the future and just seeing where life takes us Ayana is going to be four very soon after this episode comes out. What emotions did you go through when you found out you were pregnant? Uh, I was very, very excited. Um, I was anxious. Um, I was scared and nervous. And I'm someone that likes to plan things and have just like organized and being certain, not necessarily certain, but like just being aware of where life will take me kind of thing. And so it was like, as soon as I found out I was pregnant with her, it was like an automatic list in my head of all the things I needed to get done. After you were home with Ayana for a month, what kind of emotions did you go through? Um, I... So that first month was really tough. I did, um, ha- I did have postpartum depression. Um, unfortunately, I don't feel like it was very well supported from my spouse at the time, um, and I don't think I was able to like really experience my feelings and my emotions towards everything, and really take the time to understand why I was going through what I was going through. Um, right away, I I not only had to take care of Ayanna, but I felt like I had care of a lot of stressors 
around and a lot of people around um and like just the maybe it's my idea of um maybe i've seen way too many movies or i don't know what it is but like i've just had in my head of like what it would be like when being a new mom and having all the support by my side and i don't necessarily think i got that from a lot of people um you had expected a partnership do you feel that you didn't get that uh yeah i don't i here i am new baby first baby i've ever had i'm still learning about everything and going through everything doing the best i can um and all of a sudden how i feel and my emotions and what i was going through was dismissed um i remember within the first three weeks of diana being born i had to go take people out to go sightsee in the mountains because that worked for their agenda but it wasn't ever a concern or thought that oh well she has to be breastfeeding oh she just had a newborn baby oh she gets up throughout the night to take care of the baby oh yeah she can still drive all through the mountains take us out stop month away um just a bunch of little things of just feeling like my my personal emotions and my personal feelings were just completely dismissed besides that one month that first month what was also the hardest thing that you had to go through in that first year of Ayana being born really and learning about her and learning about yourself as a mom um so everything was completely brand new to me um I did I am privileged to work with with kids um and that helped a little bit with with uh just basics of like what to do if they have a fever or just how to handle those small little things um but in that first month, uh, year was very difficult because in that first year when Diana was just about just about six months old um, my spouse and I separated and so it was just me taking care of with Ayana. Um, I was on my EI so I was on my mat leave. Thankfully I lived with my parents and they definitely helped a whole lot with um, just surviving I suppose. Um, but like yeah there was like I did whatever I can to take care of her and I'd say I did a pretty good job. What was the most exciting thing you went through in that first year of being a mom? Um, just getting to see how uh, how much she grew and how quickly she learned and they say that like take everything in because it goes so fast but and the time goes so fast and so true like to imagine that I was the one that got to like feed her different foods and like her exposure to different foods and then like getting her to crawl and getting her to walk and like all these little things of like oh I gotta experience that and gotta witness that and I was I'm so so proud to say that I was there for everything. What was your biggest worry about raising Ayana when you first split up your homes? Um when we first separated my first thing in my head was Ayana needs her dad like I can't do this alone I need him uh Ayana needs her dad what would she be without her father um everything's going to get messed up, nothing's going to be right. I just had it in my head that Ayana needs her dad, I need her dad. From what I remember, you were filled with 
anxiety of, can I do this by myself? Oh, I was a constant, like, if anyone was to ask me how I felt, or I, my first thing was, what if this happens? What if that happens? And it was a lot of anxiety. And it was a lot of me wrapped up in my head, not in a good place, um, not even, like, thinking clearly of just completely dismissive, like, what what I needed to do and what was best for Ayanna and just had it in my head of, I need her dad. I need to be with her dad. I need to be with my husband. Um, and life won't be able to move on or go anywhere without it. And we talked about this previously in the episode for Valentine's Day and your decision to go through divorce. Um, and you, you did that. You came to your you came to your decision of making that choice to, this is better for myself mentally and for Ayanna, for her growth. When you were making that decision, not only just to be divorced, but what toll did making the decision to be a single mom take on you mentally? Um, so a lot of the times when I was actually married to um, my ex-husband, I just constantly have him like in my head and always telling me, oh, you have enough people around you that are divorced, you want to be divorced too. And you just want to show that everyone that you can be a single mom. And to me, it felt like he just kept putting this in my face as if I want to be a single mom, that I'm doing it on purpose. And it, it hurt so much because it wasn't the case. The moment I'm trying to make this decision of standing up for myself and doing what I need to do for myself... Um, you made it sound as if I had this all planned. And now, um, you've been rocking the single mom thing for four years. What toll does it take on you mentally now with Ayanna being four and having the awareness that on some days I stay with mom and some days I stay with dad? Um, so being a mom now, it's not even a thought. Like, it's just, like, you're a robot and it just comes automatically of, like, this is what you need to do. You do feed her, bathe her, clothe her. Basic survival instincts, basic needs that you need to do for yourself, you do for someone else. And it doesn't even come with, like, it's not even effort anymore. Like, this is just things that need to get done. And it's, um, exp- the hardest thing with the back and forth is um it doesn't feel like what's best for Ayanna is getting put through all the time um and that's especially hard of trying to coordinate our schedules um like for the most part we have a, a fixed schedule but when I see the schedule is made um kind of set up to more suit um what's best more ideal for for her dad um, so that he works Monday through Friday, it's an easier schedule, like, work-wise, um, so he ideally is weekends and evenings, um, but with that being said, like, benefit her in any way of growth and having stability and balance? She gets to hang out with her dad, he is her playmate, um, but in regards to development and her growth you're taking on all the work do you feel well I'm just torn like I want to say what I want to say but at the same time I don't want to say anything bad about somebody so if I'm going to just be 100% honest and 100% fluid like I feel like I'm doing everything I need to do for her and it's her and her success that goes through with it or comes through in the end and 
I feel like when she goes with her dad for her days, it feels like for our time that we're we're together, we go two steps forward and then she takes like three steps back when she comes back. And like, it's, it's frustrating to deal with of like, why are you just like little things of like, I don't understand why she's doing what she's doing. You'd want him to be on the same page with you parenting wise, because it is both your daughter at the end of the day. And you're supposed to both hopefully raise a decent human being that has confidence in herself first and foremost and grow in the way she needs to grow for herself emotionally and mentally and physically. I feel that both parents need to be on the same page of what they want for their daughter or for their child. And that if one person doesn't see your viewpoint the same way or one person just wants to be the opposite of you because that's what they want to do and that's how they always do, they always want to be the right one regardless of what their side is, um, it makes it difficult. And when you're like for myself when I'm trying to have her grow do whatever she needs to do that's developmentally um acceptable for her age or just like what I see that she's capable of doing and knowing that she can do it's so upsetting to see that when someone wasn't there when she was a baby all of a sudden wants to baby her and it's just not letting her grow the way she's capable of growing and learn what she's capable of learning And I feel that she doesn't get, she's not challenged the same way um, to test her what she's capable of doing and seeing what she's capable of doing. And it's frustrating to see. You know when like you're in school and your teacher's like, oh, you have so much potential and you just have to work towards your potential? Well, like, I see that Ayanna has her potential and what she's capable of doing and how much she learns on a day-to-day basis. And I just wish that her dad was actually around more to actually witness that and be able to see that and be able to just kind of play with her on one-on-one and know, take in on what she's, or like see how she plays and what she's able to learn rather than always making an agenda for her and this is what you need to do and what you need, where we need to go and who you need to play with. And like, I wish you just like take time to see her. It's like how you treat anybody. It's, you know how you have a conversation with someone and you sit and you listen. You're eye contact, you're focused, you're listening. You're not interrupting. You're not going to put your opinion out there. You're going to sit back, you're going to listen to this person, observe what they have to say, and take it in. Create a safe place for someone to be able to tell you what they're feeling. And I feel like what with your child, you want to give her that space. You give her that space, and you would want your ex-husband to also, instead of pushing his agenda on her and pushing what he wants to do with her, take the time to have the space to learn what she's about, to appreciate what she's learned, to appreciate who she is as a toddler, and help her grow to be more. Is that kind of... Definitely. I feel that like with all this that's going on in the world and COVID-19 and having to um just ideally staying at home um and FYI this child loves staying at home (laughs) this child loves just jumping on furniture and staying very very active active and very creative and she is someone that has imagination 
And I wish that as this whole thing started with ideally just staying the home and social distancing, um, her dad hasn't been able to or hasn't taken the time to be home with her. Um, he always, he's, when she's with him for her weekend, they are, they're always going someplace or going on some sort of um, outing and like that's great like he keeps her busy and everything but at the same time like she is someone that likes to be at home and she doesn't I don't know she actually enjoys going out to go and doing all these things because I know when I asked her if she wants to go anywhere she's like no I don't stay at home <laughs> ask her if she wants to go for ice cream she's like you can go get it like, all right like that is our sassy four-year-old in the family. <laughs> the other day I asked her if she wanted to go take a drive for her to go get some bubble tea, which I know she absolutely loves. She's like, no, you can go get me one. I don't know, being home and learning about someone and just being in your element, making sure that they are comfortable within your element. Because at the end of the day, it's two very different elements that she is exposed to. And she needs to feel comfortable wherever she is because then she feels safe and that's all you want for her. And, like, I'm not saying that what he's doing is bad and, like, his, like he's, he's trying. He's trying to be a father. He does things that suit when it's for him. For him. You can say it. It's fine. It's honest. It's supposed I to be an honest. honest. I honestly, like, I'm not here to bash anyone and put anyone down. And I have a lot of personal emotions throughout the whole situation because, like, it sucks. I feel so, this, honestly, these last few weeks with this whole quarantine, not, well, just being at home and for Ayanna not getting to go with her dad because of his own personal choices, like, it sucks. I feel so sorry for her because, like, that's her dad. And that's, this is his opportunity to spend time with her. And I have never stopped him from spending time with her, especially when it's his schedule. He will video call with her, talk to her, and, like, I've never, ever put a stop to that. Um, But, like, when I do you a favor by taking care of her when it's your days and you come back to me and you call me, certain names and show no respect and like it's just hard like why am I why am I doing it like of course I'm never gonna go put her on the street and it's like well I'm not gonna watch her because once again being a mom is just like you you do it you don't think twice about it but at the same time like you too are a father and you need you are just 50% as her as she is me that like you are fully capable of taking care of her just as much as I am so I don't understand why I have to be the one to come save you all the time, give you ideas of what to do with her, entertain her, or give you like things to do at home. Like you, you're parents, and if it'd be one thing, like one, like I've I've never had kids, so I'm learning just as well. But at the same time, I'm watching her and I'm watching the kids, like trying to figure out what they like and what they want to do, and follow them especially at this age like she has a mind of her own that she wants to do and if she doesn't want to do it she'll tell you straight to your face she doesn't want to do it <laughs> and so like it's so just... mentally it's taking a toll on you that you of course you are everything to her and she is everything to you but at times do you feel like mentally you're like i need you although we can't agree to be together but we i need you to help me 
parent. When it comes to, like, when Ayanna is with her dad for her weekend, over his weekend, versus when I have to work a night shift and she's just with my parents, I stress out way more on the weekend she's the time even if it's an overnight I stress out way more of that being her time with him because I'm constantly in my head of thinking did she poop today did she pee to or did she go to the bed did she drink enough did she eat enough did she like wake up at time? did she even brush her teeth this morning like all these little things of you shouldn't have to worry I shouldn't about. have to worry I feel like those are automatic things why is she going to sleep at, like, 11 o'clock at night? Why is she waking up at noon? Like, why? Why is this happening? Why can't it be on a constant routine the way we have at home? Why does it, the the two days have to change significantly? Like, why is that? For your mental health, and all of this stuff takes its toll, and every day is a challenge. Would you say that? Definitely. What are some things that you do, especially in the days that say, you know what, like, I don't, like you said, like, I don't get it. Why do I have to worry about this, this, and that? Are there, what are some things that you do to help with that mental health aspect of taking care of yourself? I, I work night shifts for the most part. And so on my break, I like, ideally, I like to go work out in that time because I feel that when I'm at home, um, I don't always get that opportunity and get that chance because I like to just be with her, be with Ayanna as much as I possibly can. And, um, that's my choice. Like I choose to do that just like with everything that's happening right now with COVID and stuff. I have gotten the opportunity to do more at home workouts and making that time to do it at home. And it's just kind of nice because I get to do my thing. Ayanna does her thing and we're she just puts gonna, on her shoes she and puts her shoes on, on the treadmill. Yeah, she will tell you very well, like, which exercise you need to go do next. And She's your own personal trainer. Do you know how much money you have to pay for a personal trainer? That is very true. <laughs> She'll even go get me water. Like, it's the greatest. <laughs> um, But, like, it's just, I wish that her dad will be able to see that and be able to do that and understand that, like, you don't need to be on her 24-7 to enjoy her time. She's a pretty cool, independent child. <laughs> like, she'll do your her makeup and just, like, mind her own business. Through your whole journey, and it's still, it's still ongoing. It'll be ongoing until this child is, like, 95 years old. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but for right now, in the four years of being part of this little human's life, who is Shariza? now as a mom i am ayana's mom like i'm so proud of her that is my number one thing that's like i said my number one accomplishment um i i love being able to be home with her um i choose to work nights because for me that's when she's sleeping and i come home the next day have a little nap and i'm up with her throughout the day and i i love that i love being there for her getting to do different activities for this Ramadan. Like, this is the second Ramadan that we've done, like, our own little advent calendar that I set up for her. Um, and I'm just trying to do things to make it fun. Um, like, for, for Easter, she was supposed to be with her dad, but just with everything that happened, she wasn't. And I'm not someone that celebrates Easter either. Um, but just to, like, make fun for her, I had one of my really, really good friends 
came by for um just to drop off some treats for Ayanna and she we turned it as if the Easter Bunny came and dropped it off for her and the first thing Ayanna tells me is is the Easter Bunny real <laughs> and from then she was so excited because after that we ended up doing a little egg hunt and she like just trying whatever I can to make things fun for her and her to enjoy things and like what she's doing. What three values do you want to instill in Ayanna? Um, be honest. Oh god, be honest. Be honest, be adaptable to change, um, and just understand that things are gonna, you might not like what's happening, but you know what? Life get, life is fine. You're gonna be fine. Um, you fall down and you hit your head on a corner or something, you're fine. There's no blood coming from it. You're okay. Just walk it off. You some, someone doesn't do something that you like, don't get mad over it. It's fine. Like, life goes on. My sister has become a parent that says, just put some dirt on it. You'll be fine. <laughs> I, I had a boss um, for the longest time, and he had a, or he has a son that Whenever he hurt himself, he, like, I think he, like, broke his wrist or something. I don't remember. But all it was is just walk it off. You're fine. Just walk it off. <laughs> and I've definitely, like, turned into that mom of just, like, ah, it's all right. <laughs> no bones are showing. You're fine. What are your goals, not just as a mom, but for you and your personal growth? Um, so I am living with my parents. And some people are like, oh, great, like. That must be fun, but you know what? Like, you get free food and babysitting with uh, your parents. Yeah, my dad's on disability, so he's home throughout the day. Um, he and Ayanna are best friends. They are. like Ayanna, She's not my best friend. <laughs> she is our dad's best friend. Like, he went shopping for her the other day just because, and I asked him where my dress was, and <laughs> right? he just dismissed me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's a really good situation. I do get along with my parents so well. Um... And they are there. They have always been there to help me with Ayanna. And I definitely wouldn't be there without them. So, like, my my number one goal is that they still have their mortgage on their place. And I just want to try and do my best to pay that off for them. And that's, so like, that's my, one of my goals, I should say. Um, for, like, my personal self, like, I honestly have no idea. Like, I, uh... I, I back in April I had two weeks off of our staycation. In that time, I was like, okay, like yeah, I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna go over like what I want, what like goals for myself, and like, oh boy, I I'm struggling with that. Like, so if you guys have any ideas what I can do, like send them my way. <laughs> yeah, I'll open up a forum. <laughs> send them to the What's Your Hustle podcast Gmail account, and I'll send them to Shariza. And I think goals are something that they change. Goals change all the time, and I think that's something with growth. I don't think as humans we're supposed to ever stay the same. I think we need to be adaptable to change, and whatever that change is. We don't have to have a solidified idea of what we want in our life, because I'm 31 years old and I still don't know what I want in my life, but I'm blessed enough to be able to pay my bills and, you know, be a sister, be a niece, be a daughter, be a friend. And right now, especially with COVID, I think those things, those relationship things are much more important than um, having the pressure 
of I didn't accomplish this at this time because I feel then that when that time comes and you put that force on yourself, you're kind of disappointed, but, and don't worry, you'll find your goals, girl. And I feel like right now, and like, this is for everyone that's going through, like, we're all experiencing COVID together. Um, like, it is uncertain times. We are, like, we don't know when this is going to end. We don't know where we'll be in, like, six months. We don't know where we'll be in a year. Like, just, it is very, we're unaware of what's going on. And you know what? That's okay. Like, that's okay to not know where you're going to be. Like, I feel like Dr. Seuss said it best in, like, in every single one of his books of, like, you're going to have ups and you're going to have downs. And She's like, looking for the old, the place your girl book. I am. And that like, is somewhere in my life. That is a book that everyone needs to read. And you know what? Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down, and that's life. You'll go right, you'll go left, you'll turn all the way around. <laughs> what are your top five songs? Oh, I was going to... Oh, my child stole my phone. But of course I... it's my child stole my phone. That's the <laughs> ultimate parent. <laughs> parent quote. I uh, One song I really like right now, and I like because it just makes me like want to dance and fet. Um, Family by Skinny Fabulous and... Marshall. Marshall Montana. Uh... Just it's fun. Like you guys gotta dance and like it's about family. Why like it's great. <laughs> um, that's one. Uh, I really like. I feel like because my child makes me listen to it all the time. It's actually into the unknown from Frozen <laughs> Two soundtrack. She sang it because like it, really you don't know. You're walking into the unknown. You don't know what's out there. Like well, take those risks. You don't know where you're gonna be. One song that reminds me of my youthful days because <laughs> you're so old my child calls me old and tells, tells me i need to put my eye cream on so. <laughs> she like when we're getting ready for bed at night she uh knows that i get the i have to put the eye cream on on top of my um sleeping cream and my nighttime lip balm look we're all at that age <laughs> you gotta keep that brown don't frown you gotta keep it that way um but it's uh Give Me Everything by Neo and Pitbull. My Girl by The Temptations, which is my ultimate one that I had said from before. And I really like Maisie Peters' Smile. It's off of the um, Birds of Prey Harley Quinn soundtrack. It is, it's good. You guys gotta listen to it. And what message do you want to share to the single moms out there? You guys got this. Don't worry. You're not crazy people are being finding you and trying to make you feel like you are crazy and insane and irrational and you know it's okay. Like you guys got this. I I feel like I got this and I get told the from how I'm amazing mom and Drew, I'm just like, you guys are just doing what you know to do. Well you are an inspiration to me oh, as a mom. You. She is my younger sister. She taught me how to tie my shoes. I did. <laughs> she did. And, and have her ride her bike. Yeah. She's taught me a lot of things, <laughs> guys. I mean, hey, older sisters can't do everything first. But since having Ayanna, and just trying to be her favorite auntie, because she's got a lot of aunties, but trying to be her favorite. Um, she's taught me patience. 
And oh, friends, there's you need a lot of patience. <laughs> oh boy, you need you a have no idea what kind of pain. You need like years of patience <laughs> to deal with what I got to deal with. Um, you've taught me patience. You've taught me compa- more compassion. You've taught me just to how to be a fighter. Because even though I can't, I can't teach you a lot of just the way our life paths have gone. But you've taught me those things, and I really do appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to What's Your Hustle, created, produced, and hosted by yours truly, Halima Hussein. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at What's Your Hustle Podcast. Subscribe, listen, rate, review on Apple Podcasts. Follow on Spotify, as well as anywhere else you stream podcasts. And until next time, whatever your hustle is, you got this.